my lovelies and welcome back to nips and tips um if you were able to listen to my last two episodes i did an interview with my best friend and roommate yasmin basically just discussing bts it started off with me trying to do a hard-hitting expose into toxic fandoms but by the second part i realized that bts actually does some really good things anyways today i have a lovely bonus episode for you all So I recently realized while talking with my roommates that I take in a lot of content daily. Like each day I watch about three to four movies, about six to eight episodes of a show, an episode of a podcast, I'll read a chapter from a book, two to three research papers, and maybe like three hours of YouTube every single day. So I decided for this podcast episode... I will talk about everything I consumed content-wise this week. So I decided to split, despite what my sister Kathy said, I decided to split this episode up into different sections. I'll start by what podcasts I listened to, what movies I watched, what TVs I watched, what I watched on YouTube, books I read and what research papers I read. Um, Some of them I'll just like quickly explain what they are and other ones that I like really, really liked or really, really hated, I'll go more into depth. So just as a background basis, Oops, sorry. I watch the same four or five shows every night to go to sleep on like a rotation. So as I'm sure if you can guess it, if you listen to my first episode, I will watch Phineas and Ferb. If you listen to my fourth episode, I believe, um, you'll know that I also watch Rick and Morty, Disenchantment, and then Bob's Burgers. And then about once every two months, I'll have a week where I'm really into Big Mouth. Um, so this week, I'm currently into Bob's Burgers, so every night this past week, I watched about two episodes while I was falling asleep. My go-to seasons are either season four, I really like the Slumber Party episode, or season eight, uh, ooh, I really like the Silence of Louise episode in season eight. So that's what I like watch just to go to bed. So first up, I'm going to do the shortest section, because I, honest to God, don't do a lot of reading. I I love reading, but like with school and all that, most of my readings are either for school or I have very little time outside of school to read. So for books, I reread and like kind of skimmed one of my favorite books, which is Good Omens by Neil Gaiman. And this other book I read slash listened to on Audible, I went back and forth. This was for class. It was Catching Fire, How Cooking Made Us Human by Richard Wrangham, which I found super, super interesting. Basically describing the evolution of the human diet, which is one of the courses I'm taking. Um, really liked it. Research papers I read was Hunting and Gathering the Sexual Division of Labor. I also read Why Do Men Hunt by Gervin and Hill, 2009. I read The Has the Household and Kin Provisioning, Wood and Marlowe. And I also read Grandmothering, Menopause, and Life History by Hawks in 1998. In my Evolution of the Human Diet class, we talked a lot about the sexual division of labor for the past week. And I was specifically tasked with talking about the grandmother hypothesis, which is basically a way to explain, like, why do women still, compared to other primates, why do the females still live so long? after they're no longer fertile and really the main explanation for that is um to help with their grandchildren i'm personally not a very big like morally and socially i'm not a very big fan of these theories i'm not a really big fan of talking about like 
quote the sexual division of labor like why men hunt why women stay and gather the food all that so it was kind of like i personally didn't find any of that interesting that's why i really supplemented my reading by reading one of my favorite books good omens next up i have podcasts i listen to there's this one podcast that recently just finished called revolutions there's about 10 seasons in each season um he goes really in depth of one revolution so it could be the american revolution something like that i really like it so i re-listen to i'm halfway through i'm still re-listening to it i'm actually just out not even halfway i think i'm a quarter through i'm at the episode where the best deal falls but i'm listening to season three which is the french revolution which is like so entertaining and interesting because the french revolution is like the revolution it's like the like the the top girl so um it's really really interesting listening to that again and just rebuffing my history on that i also listened to the new york times podcast the daily i listened to one of their episodes the november 10th how democrats defy the odds this was after the midterms and it wasn't really a red wave it was more of like a red trinkle in the house but we as democrats still got the senate And I also listened to two episodes of the podcast, Morbid. Every now and then I like briefly get into true crime, but then I get super upset. Um, So I'm trying to phase out. So I'm trying to just finish listening to the episodes of Morbid I've started. So I finished up Jack the Ripper part four. It's a five part five part for Morbid. So I'm almost done. And then I also listened to their podcast on the Source family. Next section, we have movies. Some of these movies are repeat. I'll try to let you know if I've watched these before. Some of them aren't. It's quite a long list. Like I said, I typically will watch like three to, like on a boring day, I'll watch three to four movies a day. On a typical day, I at least get in like one or two movies. So I will let you know what I'm rewatching because I do rewatch movies. I love rewatching movies. And the first one I have rewatched multiple times is Marie Antoinette, starring Christian Dunst director Sophia Coppola um I started watching it because I was listening to the podcast revolution and I was like oh I want to watch it now I watched um Monte Carlo I watched A Walk to Remember I watched The Beautician and the Beast which is a really like with a really funny Beauty and the Beast like parody with Fran Drescher and the Beast she's falling in love with is like a 1990s like communist Soviet king slash dictator it's hilarious i watched the movie too young to be a dad which was like a 2002 lifetime movie basically um this 15 year old gets his semi-girlfriend pregnant she doesn't want the baby so but he does so it's him like learning how to be an adult dropping out of high school getting a job all that it stars like paul danko though so that was really cool I rewatched the movie Fundamentals of Caring, and I know I said I rewatched, but like this used to be my favorite movie like six years ago when it came out. It has Selena Gomez and Paul Rudd, and I rewatched it now, and I honestly removed it from my Netflix list because I was like, I don't understand why at any point in my life this was hitting. Like I was not vibing with it when I rewatched it. I rewatched the movie Ophelia because um, two weeks ago my friend was in a production of Hamlet. And I went and saw it. It was really interesting and long, but I love the movie Ophelia. I think it's with um, Daisy Ridley. I really, really like it. I like it from her point of view. I watched the Sex in the City, the movie. I 
just like that movie. I rewatched that. I rewatched Noting Notting Hill because it just came on to Netflix and I think it's a really sweet rom-com. It's the one where it's like, I'm just a girl in front of a guy asking him to love me. I think it's a really sweet, um, like kind of fan fiction-esque type of movie where it's like, oh, he gets the opportunity to like date like these hot girl, these celebrity. Um, I watched the rewatched the Truman show. It had been like couple of like two years since I watched the Truman Show always a good one I rewatched Elvis now here's the thing do I think the movie Elvis is good no I don't think it's a good, good movie um people always like give so much credit to what is it Baz or Buzz Lerman for his like music I just did not think the music was good like when I was reading articles about it um, somebody said, like, specifically Doja Cat's song Vegas was, like, really, like, good, like, it was really well, no, it was really ingrained into the movie well, um, I did not think it was good, and I did not think it was ingrained, I don't think they did a good job ingraining that song into it, the newer vibes of it, they could have done a much better job, but anyways, like I said, I really liked the movie, mostly because I think that the movie wasn't good, I mean, they had a lot of, like, they had a whole life to cover, and that's a lot. They had a lot of ground to cover. However, so I just don't think in terms of, like, that it was good. I wish they would have given a bit more, like, they did it a little bit, but I wish they would have given a bit more credit to how important the black community was for Elvis and how him being, like, a white man singing, like, the black music um, is why, it was a big reason to why he was so successful. However, Austin Butler acted the house down boots like he like I wasn't gonna watch the Elvis movie I ended up watching the Elvis movie a couple months ago with my sisters when it first came on HBO Max and I was the only one who stayed up and watched it and after I was like you know what I wasn't really a fan of the movie but that man needs like Austin Butler he needs his best actor because he embodied Elvis completely and it was his real voice in that too that's just insane but he did an amazing job and I keep re-watching it because I'm just so impressed with the acting that's just one of the acting jobs where I'm just in awe at somebody's I never like to say talent because a lot of times talent is just hard work made look looking easy so like I would say he has skill he is just raw. Like he, like he acted the house on boots. Like I said, other movies I watched, um, two of my favorite comfort movies I watched were the Lego movie and the Lego movie Two. Not a big fan of Chris Pratt, but I thought the movies were so fun. I liked the second movie with Tiffany Haddish. Uh, cause it's so funny because I don't know. It's funny. It's just funny. Watch it. I rewatched one of my favorite movies growing up was journey to the mysterious Island. Um, it's not a good movie. Like, that is not a good movie, but it is a special movie to me. She's very gorgeous to me. Yeah, it's a special movie for me. Um, I watched the movie Bad Teacher. Um, I think it's funny. I think it's a really funny movie. Um, I watched the movie Promising Young Woman, which always makes me bawl my eyes out because it's not like some people were trying to say it was a happy ending. I personally, it's not a happy ending. Like, I'm not going to spoil it, but that's not happy. Like, it's sure it could be one of the best outcomes, but, like, it's just tragic. My current comfort movie that I, like, 
especially in October, ironically, because it was Halloween, and I kept re-watching over and over. Coraline, loved it. Um, I saw, I watched on HBO Max, Don't Worry Darling, this is my second time watching it, and then I was talking to people, like, it was not a bad movie, okay? Here's the thing, one, it wasn't a bad movie, too, but it wasn't as good as Olivia Wilde was trying to make it seem, okay? And I feel so bad that so much of the drama was focused on, like, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, because when you watch that movie, like, Miss Flo, as Olivia says, Florence Pugh, like, she is the star of that movie, like, Harry Styles is, like, such a minuscule part when you think about it, and Florence is one of the best actresses of our generation, and I feel so bad that, like, because she excelled in acting with this. Another thing I really, really didn't like about the press of this movie was Olivia Wilde going around. She eventually, like, literally after weeks after the movie came out, like, kind of recanted what she said, but being like, oh, yeah, you just really wanted to show have a movie with female pleasure. That's not female pleasure. That is S-A, that is R-A-P-E, okay, because Florence, Florence's character was not fully consenting. She had been drugged, okay? Um, I rewatched Legally Blonde 1 and 2. That is my feel-good movie whenever I'm feeling a little bit low about my intelligence in school. I need a feel-good movie to pump me up and get me studying, which I should be doing now instead of recording this. Um, that is what I watched, both Legally Blondes. And then I also watched Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted. I liked Enchanted. I thought Enchanted, I didn't think it was, like, great, but it had, like, a really good charm. And I really wanted to like Disenchanted, but I just could not get behind it. It was so upsetting. Um, and I think that's it for the movies I watched this week. So that's pretty good. Next up, we have TV shows I watch. Now, I'm going to be honest here. Like, a lot of these aren't, like, great TV shows. They're my guilty pleasures and just stuff that I have, like, watched since I was a child. And I will get, not a child, but, like, a teen. And I'll continue watching. But first up, I finished watching, and I actually ended up re-watching the last two episodes of the show, The Patient, which I highly recommend you watch that. Like, people are not giving Steve Carell enough credit for his drama roles. This was basically about a therapist who got kidnapped by one of his patients who reveals himself to be a serial killer. And he, the um, therapist, is locked in this guy's basement full-time, all 24-7, until he is able to get the serial killer to stop killing. The serial killer is like, I, I, I want to stop. Super, super good. I watched one of my guilty pleasure shows, Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders, Making the Team. I like it. I like. I think think people who can dance and like know how to move their body and like can think like, oh, I'm going to do this with my body can do it. I think that's so impressive. Um, I also watched. I actually stopped watching, but I had a pretty. I've been watching the Kardashians. The not the Keeping Up with the ones. The one that used to be an E, but the new one, season two, the Kardashians on Hulu. Um. It's not, like, good at all. It's not even, like, realistic anymore. You can tell everything's so staged. Um, that was one of my guilty pleasures, but I just can't get behind the Kardashians at all. I just, ugh. Another one of my guilty pleasures I've been watching is Bachelor in Paradise. I'm a big fan of watching The Bachelorette. I don't watch The Bachelor. It's not good. It's not entertaining to me. But I have been watching The Bachelor in Paradise, and whew, these couples are toxic, y'all. These couples are really, really toxic. It's, like, just... It's a mess. 
except for like maybe Brandon and Serene currently on the season. It's just a mess. I am watching, I watched the first part of Rick and Morty season six. It's been really good. It's been really funny. I am not in one of, I am not in like that camp of Rick and Morty fans who think like um for them being too meta is like decreasing the show. I think the show has just been as funny. I mean, a season that people really were not fans of was this last season, season five, and I liked season five. So like, I think they're doing a great job. I doubt they're listening, but Dan Harmon, Justin Roiland, I think you're killing it. The whole team is killing it. I've watched, rewatched episodes of Solar Opposites, another Justin Roiland show. Um, good. I watched the first five episodes of the show Manifest. I had started watching it when it first came out, but I kind of trickled off and I tried to get back into it. I've just never been a girl who can really get into the drama shows like that. It's just, I end up skipping to the end, but that's life. I watched, I skipped around a couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I never was one of those girlies or one of those boys, one of those people who were really into Grey's Anatomy. But I've recently been seeing like a couple clips for it and watching like on Instagram Reels or YouTube Shorts, that type of stuff. And I was like, hmm, I'll get into it. So I've been like flipping around and watching it a bit. And I'll watch like three episodes and then I'll get bored. So we'll see. I've been watching the show Intervention. Um, it's just sad. It's just sad. They tell these, like, the family, they tell these drug addicts, basically, or alcohol, you know, drug addicts, these addicts that, like, they're interviewing them and following them around for a documentary, but how, like, during the, towards the end of the episode, they, like, the addicts think they're walking in for, like, their very last confessional, but it's their whole family and friends there, and it's an intervention, and it's really sad. Um, I watched The Crown season five. I talked about this a lot with my roommate, Yasmin, who you know, and the crown season five, it wasn't bad. Like <sighs> the costumes were it, the setting was it. Um, there was just something missing with like the chemistry, I guess, or the, like for like, the like she, Elizabeth DeBecky, she looked a lot like Princess Diana, Diana, but like there was like some type of spark. And obviously it was like one of the worst times of Princess Diana's life. But I mean, like, there, she, she like there was still missing like something something was missing something was missing even with like the passion and the hatred between Charles and Diana with like the whole cast is this there was just something off there's something off I watched two seasons of Teen Mom 2 I watched two seasons of Girls Incarcerated Young and Locked Up I watched the last season three the final season of dead to me that was really really sweet i really really like that show i think christina applegate and linda cardellini they work really really well together i watched a couple episodes of the show i'm a stalker i watched it i originally like a couple months ago watched their other iteration i'm a murderer where they do one-on-one interviews with people who have murdered somebody and kind of asking and talking about this this time they talked to a stalker and honestly some such shivers down my spine only watched during the day um, what I was most hyped about this week that I gobbled up and watched like crazy was I watched the first two episodes of season two, The Sex Lives of College Girls. That is my favorite show. I That is my favorite show. Season two has been so good, so funny so far. I'm not a big fan that they like, no spoilers. I'm not like a big fan of the plot lines that they're doing with Bella romantically because, ugh. but as like my favorite YouTuber said, Amanda, like. Uh, we won't deny that they have really good chemistry together. 
I watched the show again, The Baby on HBO Max. That didn't get enough credit. It's basically this woman is like handed off and just given a baby and everyone around her starts acting like it's really her baby and she has to like care for the baby. And it's like an analogy for motherhood, but it's a comedy. It was funny, but scary. I um watched a couple episodes of South Park. Um South Park isn't one of those shows that like I really really got into. It's never going to be one of those shows in like my 4 to 5 rotation that I talk about, but I will play it sometimes in the background while I'm studying or doing schoolwork. So that's basically where I watched a couple of episodes of it. And I also watched on Disney Plus under the National Geographic tab, I watched Deadly Snakes which was interesting. I'm trying, I think, like, I'm a snake girly, but, like, not, like, I like watching snake videos, but I, like, I tried, like, I thought I wanted to get it, like, a snake, like, a corn snake or a garter snake, but my friend's boyfriend has a snake, and I've fed it before, but I'm still terrified to, like, pick it up, so I think once I get over that, maybe I'll be a snake girly, like, after school, after college. I don't know. I think I want to be a snake girly, though. Okay, final section now, YouTube. Um, I'm really excited for this because I consume most of, like, I know it's crazy because I like, just talked about all the content I just watched, but I spend a lot of time on YouTube watching videos, re-watching videos. It's, like, probably where most of my screen time comes from. I absolutely love it. So let's get started to it. Before we start for YouTube, though, I do want to state that if I say, like, oh, I love this, like, I literally had to keep restarting it because I kept falling asleep. Like, that is the highest compliment. That means I was so entertained. I became catatonic and let myself relax and fall asleep. So let's get started. If it's louder, sorry, I keep getting closer to the microphone. I watched season five, um, episode one, and I started episode two of Puppet History on the watcher um hilarious i think it's funny if you can already tell i really am into like history just like learning history about history and i love i love it i think it's so so funny i watched like eight hour long episodes this past week from the channel fundy fridays just talking about different fundamentalist influencers and all that um big ones i taught they watched was like the plath family warren jeffs that type of stuff but they she also talks about like you know, um, lower key ones. Um, uh, what else did I watch? I watched an hour and a half long video by this lawyer. Well, she just became a lawyer. Congrats. Um, called the life and scandals of Bella Thorne. That was super interesting seeing it like all sprayed out like that. Um, I've got really into Ryan McCartan. He played Diggy, Diggy Dougie and Livin' Maddie. He was also Hans on Broadway for like three weeks before it closed because of COVID. Him and his girlfriend, um, literally couple goals, they have a, like, my couple goals, they have a YouTube channel, like, the girlfriend is, like, a Broadway stan, like, me, and he actually is, like, a musical theater guy, his voice is amazing, like, when I li- watch those videos, I literally just repeat, like, the same 10 seconds of, like, unedited audio where he just, like, sings a little riff, and I'm, like, like, he has a, a gorgeous voice, I watched one of my favorite YouTubers. I watched a lot of like old episodes of his. Specifically, I rewatched like three times his episode uh, where he pretended to become Ninja of Drew Gooden. Like Drew Gooden, Curtis Connor, Danny Gonzalez. Like those are the three I constantly watch. I watched for about watch slash listen for about five hours. 
of the one hour loop of the song King by Florence and the Machine, like that song does something to me each time. Like that's the song I'm hyper fixated on this past week. I watched sober people play truth or quotations drink because they didn't actually drink because they were addicts. So they had to tell the truth. Very sobering video. I watched um, a video titled An Open Letter to the Try Guys Post Ned. Basically, they were just critiquing about how like they did such a good job PR and now they kind of feels like they're ruining it by making so many jokes about the situation. But I understand like they're coping. They just lost their friend of like almost eight years and they completely thought that their business was over and it's still not out of the dark. And they know that they said they didn't like the drama, but I don't think they're doing it for drama. Like, they are internet people, and that is how they cope. That was my personal thing. I didn't write that in, I didn't write that in the comments because, like, there's no reason to. Like, they're not going to, one, the person's not going to see it who wrote the video. Two, like, I understood and respected the other guys, the person, the video. Like, I understand where they're coming from in the video. I just personally saw it differently. Another video I watched was The Fall of Kim Kardashian. I thought it was really interesting. I've watched the other videos in this girl series because she also did The Fall of King Kylie Jenner and The Fall of Kendall Jenner. And I think she's going around. I think she also did The Fall of Khloe Kardashian. She's going around and doing all of them. I don't think she's going to do The Fall of Kourtney Kardashian because Kourtney hasn't really had a fall. If anything, she's had a rise after like finally leaving like Scott Disick and just prioritizing her own happiness. And that's great. Um, I watched a video analysis called The Psychology of Jordan Peele, where this guy just went through each of Jordan Peele's movies and kind of like really nit, not nitpicked and like critique, but explained personally for me, somebody who doesn't get symbolism and can't like read in past service level, like really went into depth for all of Jordan Peele's movies, what their themes were and what it meant. I watched the YouTube video, How Paranorman Tricked the Audience. If you guys don't know this, Paranorman from the Lacta, it's like a stop motion movie, the people who did Coraline. It was a movie they did after Coraline. I love that movie. It was one of my comfort movies for so long. I think it's so interesting. So I really liked seeing somebody else appreciate the genius of this movie. I watched a video, another video essay called The History of Just Girly Things. If you don't remember Just Girly Things on Tumblr, it spread all over past Tumblr, but like, you're wrong for that. The person who did this video ended up getting in contact with the creator of Just Girly Things and just kind of talking about it, which was so interesting. I watched three one-hour-long videos of The Best of Jersey Shore. I watched season three, season two, and season one. I watched about the past six months of the most hype beauty products from, I watched October, September, September, August, July, June, May, and April. I watched the super young YouTube video on how an anti-gay senator was caught sleeping with 94 men. Wild. And he pleaded, the crazy thing is like he pleaded guilty to like soliciting sexual favors, but on his campaign and stuff he was like I would never do such a thing and they were like you can't say that if you pleaded guilty and it was just like I was like oh my god what is this man doing um I watched more clips from the show intervention and I started watching and I'm probably gonna finish tomorrow Kat Von D tattoo icon turned villain so yeah
Okay, so that is it for the content I've taken in this past week. Um, This was it for the bonus episode. The next bonus episode will probably be a week or so before the holiday season, Christmas and all that. Um, and then, like I said, after that, when January, January, February issues, when I'll start off with season two of Nips and Tips. Um, send in any ideas for episodes. Bye.